Welcome back to Grow With Purpose Podcast. This is your host, Samantha. I am here with Gabby from Branding with Gabby on Instagram. I'm really excited for this interview. Thank you so much for hopping on with me today, Gabby. Thank you so much for having me, Samantha. So tell our audience a bit about where you're at in the world and what you have going on right now. So I'm based in Singapore. Singapore is in Southeast Asia. And it's actually 10 p.m. my time. So I stayed up my for this interview. Yes, I'm really excited to speak to you. I love that. So what's it like in Singapore? Is it like, because I've heard it's very hot in like Asia. So in general. So what what's going on in Singapore this time of year? Because right now this is being recorded in April. So what's going on now? It's always hot. Maybe you're right. And I think right now the temperature is about 29 degrees Celsius. So I've got a fan blasting at me right now because, uh, yes, it's really hot here. <laughs> what imagine as much. Okay, so tell me a bit about how you got into entrepreneurship. Branding is your main focus. So tell me kind of where that transition came in. So it's um, I spent the last 20 years in the corporate field and I started in the military as a military officer and I transited to military psychologist and then I joined the startup world got really excited and I finally ended up in uh, as a COO in a small uh, technology startup before I decided to start my own solopreneurship so it's been a journey of reinvention and also a journey of figuring out um, my mistakes and learning how very important lessons in life we need to go through and what matters to me right now is really achieving time freedom, which I've achieved, and helping people around me achieve that as well. We're living in very different times, thanks to the internet and also thanks to COVID. <laughs> We're able to make use of all the tools that we have at our disposal, you know, to make life easy for us and the people around us. Absolutely. And I think that there are some positives that came out of COVID, including like everybody being able to work from home. Absolutely. There's a lot of corporate jobs that ended up getting moved to home-based jobs because of COVID. So I know that you have a previous military background. So <laughs> do you feel like you brought any of that military experience into entrepreneurship? And if you have, like, what skills have you brought over? That's a great question. I, I just had an interview with somebody about this. And frankly speaking, there's a very unconventional role for women to join the military here. And I think what I really learned about is about leadership, having structure and organization. And I'm not a naturally structured person. I, that. I, hate, <laughs> I hate having structure. But being really? in the military really helped me to learn that with structure, it really helps entrepreneurs gives me a routine and gives me deadlines and timelines and that has really helped me so even though I don't like structure forcing myself to have structure and to have good leadership has really helped me in my entrepreneurship journey I love that okay so with branding so the mm -hmm. clients that you work with how do you organize like a structure for them so as somebody who struggles with structure also I know that with my personal clients like, I have to put a lot of structure in place for them. So what does that look like for you and your clients? Mm, that's a great question. So it depends. For some people, they want structure. So they tell me exactly, give you what is the process. So I actually have a process, a 10-step process. I with my clients. I stop the first one to see how it works. Right? And think about coaching. I'm sure you know this, Samantha. The structure doesn't always work. Some right. clients will have different problems. So some clients tell me, I want to build a powerful personal brand. I was just speaking to somebody today, but they had no idea what their strengths were. So we had to regress. <laughs> I 
I have to go back three steps before I can go forward. So it's important to have a general structure. But I think as a as a uh, veteran season coach, you have to realize that you have to play. You have to go on. The, you have, you need to go with the flow, right? So the main structure will be always figure out what the strengths are. The client, I would then do a personal brand audit to see how much work we need to do on the back end to clean up on the internet. Yeah, how the profiles look like what kind of words they should stop using, how they should um, talk about themselves online as well as in person. We'll do rehearsals. I'll imagine I'm, I'm the CEO of a company. They will speak to me as if they were at an interview or at a networking event. So it depends on the goals of the clients, but this is a general structure that I, that I have in mind. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's, it's good definitely in the coaching space to come into it with like an idea of what we would like to do. But the reality is we've got to figure out where the clients are. That's, that's always the key. So what are some big, because I know in, for you, transformation, personal transformation is something that you talk about a lot. So what are some big personal transformations that you've had to go through, even if it's just like one story, um, going and building out a business like this? So the, unfortunately, there's not a good story, Samantha. So this happened um, late last year. I was working remotely in South Korea for my company and and I have this issue. I love to work and obsessed with it. And because of that, I didn't realize that one of my best friends uh, had serious issues with cancer. And because I was always traveling, I didn't really get in touch with her much. And she was always busy. She was a high port executive uh, in another MNC. And because of that, I, by the time I came back to Singapore, I found out she passed away suddenly and everybody was in complete shock. So, and her death has really made me think about how I want to spend my, my time carefully. I yeah. have re-examined my health priorities as well. I started working out at the gym, me work out in the gym <laughs> for three times a week. I hate going to the gym and I go to, I don't, I now go to the gym because I realize like my health is a priority. And now because of what has happened, I have successfully transited to a solopreneurship where I'm in full control of my time. Um, because of the fact that I have to talk to you at 10 p.m. I told myself I can sleep in tomorrow because I don't have anything on because the time is mine to plan. Right. So, so this Lovely. is this this loss has really taught me to reexamine my priorities. What really have what is really important to me right now is to take back control of my time and help other people to do the same because life is really too short. Yeah, I would agree. With that. I feel like time is something that a lot of people take for granted, and it's it's. A very, it's the one thing that we have that is a non-renewable resource. You can mm. change your skin, you can change your hair, you can change your body, you can always make more money. But time is something that we just can't get back. So I absolutely agree with that. And I love that, I love that you were able to make that transformation, but I am very sorry for the loss of your friends. That had to be really hard. I've, re- I understand that feeling of somebody passing very suddenly like that um so within those transformations Mm -hmm. um when it comes to your clients do you have like what types of transformations have you helped them overcome because like you said every client is different so what are some like moments in your business journey that like really stand So this is actually a recent client I just talked about in my Instagram story today. Um, her name, let's just call her Anna. I have to give her another name to protect her identity. When she first came to me, um, 
she told me a whole host of issues that she had. So this lady, she's brilliant. She speaks three languages, right? She's known. She's known in uh, in the market as somebody who's very passionate about sustainability advocacy, but she didn't know how to talk about her skills. She didn't know what her skills were. I could tell what her skills were just by looking at her LinkedIn, but she didn't know what her skills were. Yeah. So, and she came to me. She was defeated. She said, "Gabby, I need to get financial independence ASAP. I need to move out of my family now because I can't stand it." So she was going through a whole host of emotional issues. Um, but because it was my first meeting with her, I couldn't tell her what her problems were. It has to come from self-actualization. She has to realize that these are the problems. She has to agree on that. So this thing about coaching is. You have to ask the right questions. We know the yeah. answers, right? We all coaches, we do. You know, right, Samantha? But the clients need to come to their understanding. So um, now it's April. Um, we, we've had a great, good relationship. And so from not figuring out what her skills were, we nailed down three skills that she's great at, which is writing. She's amazing. She's amazing at writing, right? Direct translation or rather instant translation. That's really difficult, right? Ooh. And... Um, working in uh, companies with project management skills, especially in sustainability companies. So she managed to find um, um, something in this design firm, um, which does sustainability, and she was not hired as a freelance writer. So we went through the process of figuring out her strengths, helping her work out a LinkedIn strategy, how to reach out to the people she wanted to speak to, how can she reach out to her offline network, how can she introduce herself to a professor. So over the, so she did this really quickly. She's really smart. She wanted to learn. She's like, tell me more. What should I do next? She even had Google Sheets on. This is what I've done. I was like, this is a perfect client. It's like the client tells you exactly what they've done. They share the homework and they share the stuff with you. And all I had to do was to really just go through her strategies and fine tune it. And now she's considering herself a solopreneur. She's like, Gabby, I've only spent 22 hours a month. I have made uh, your investment. I'd have invested in five times. I was like, wow. <laughs> Now she has time for another side hustle. She's supposed to be studying full-time, Samantha, but I don't know where she does that, how she does that. So now she has two side hustles. She's moved out of her house. She's really happy. She's like, yeah, I have enough money to go on a holiday now. And when I want to go through my next pivot, can I please work with you again? It's like, yeah, you have my blessings. So yeah, I'm just really proud of what she's done. And I think clients like that, firstly, you need to be open. You know, I need to be open-minded from advice from somebody else. Because I think most of us, we're smart, right? But we are not open to feedback. You know, you, you think you have a coach, but actually you just want to tell, you just want a coach to tell you what you want to hear. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. So that's, so that's just because she was intelligent. She was open-minded. She was willing to learn that accelerator process. Wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I like to see people succeeding, especially women. Like love that's- to see women out here doing great things. So, how are you going about getting your message out right now? Are you focusing on just organic marketing? Are you investing into anything? What are you doing right now to get your message out there? So it's really through organic marketing on LinkedIn as well as uh, Instagram. And I think because I'm already 45 this year, I've amassed a network and getting my friends to say, you know, just broadcast a message that, you know, you know somebody who's great personal branding. That has really helped me. So the client I just talked about, she gave me a referral. So I think word of mouth, organic marketing, to me is the best. I might want to scale up later, but uh, I'll think about that because I don't wish to spend too much time on mm-hmm. marketing. Yeah, because for me, time control is important. Absolutely. I would totally imagine that time control is like a, the most important thing with your experience and everything that you've gone through. Um, 
So what are your goals with the business that you have going on right now? So like, where do you want to see that business in the next year, the next three years? Like, what do you want to see come from this? Not thought three years that I've not thought that far yet. But for the next six months, I'm hoping to help at least 30, 20 to 30 people to quit their nine to five. Okay. And at least work on a personal brand, but of course, on a scalability model so that I don't invest too much time uh, yep. into, into coaching and for them to do it in the lowest cost possible. So it's, it's very unconventional. Most entrepreneurs want to make as much money as possible and work with as many people as possible. So my mission as a solopreneur is to use as little time as possible, okay, earn as much money mm-hmm. as possible, okay, but not, um, but not by sacrificing my sleep or my personal time or my gym time, if that makes sense. Yes, that absolutely makes sense. I think that that is a a wonderful relationship with money. So how, what have you done to build that relationship with money? Because you're right. There's a lot of entrepreneurs that are out there that complex, like make their businesses so complex so that they take up so much time, but they're also spending so much money and not outsourcing so that they can free up time. So where do you think that this relationship with money has come from? It comes from what you say. It's, it's scarcity. It's a fear. So I, I used to have a negative relationship with money as well because I don't. I didn't grow up in a household that's rich, which is why I joined the military because they sponsored my education. So for me, mm-hmm. money was something that I could always um, use as a way to satisfy certain needs. So I was horrible with money because I grew mm-hmm. up little. Once I had money, I spent it all, and I realized that like, no, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm going to debt of thirty thousand dollars a month. I'm not kidding you. But I managed mm. to learn um, good money habits thanks to, was it Dave Ramsey? Yeah, thanks to him. Oh, I yeah. picked up some good money habits. I made investments. I also realized that if you regard money as a resource that is scarce and finite, you will never attract it to you. And as long as you provide a service that is of value to people, as long as you know why your business has a purpose, money will always come. Yes, uh, you cannot be afraid of it. I, it's you know, it sounds very fluffy for some people. You're like, no, you got to have a KPI, Gabby. You should make $10,000 within a month. Like, no, <laughs> that's not how money works. It doesn't have a timeline. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would agree with that. So when it comes to... Okay, so we've talked about your goals for the next six months. That That's a lot of women to be impacting. Or people, not necessarily mm. women. Yeah, people. And... Do you find that like a lot of the people that you work with are in Singapore area or are they worldwide? Where are you finding a lot of your clients right now? So right now, the majority, I would say 60% of my clients come from the Asia Pacific. Um, so it's not just Singapore, maybe Singapore, some parts in Hong Kong, uh, Thailand, even Malaysia. And also finding people from the UK, Europe reaching out to me. And I'm not sure if I'll have any clients in the US yet because the time zone is kind of tricky. Um, yeah. So I've not really done much. <laughs> but interestingly, it's the Americans that are getting to me to do um, podcasts. <laughs> so I don't know what will happen. Who knows what might happen. Yeah, I can just fly and stay in a different country for a bit. It's okay with me. So location freedom is important to me as well. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do you have any dreams in the near future for like places you want to travel, anywhere that's on the bucket list? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'd like to spend some time in Chiang Mai, which is um, Thailand near the mountains with some fresh air. I might want to go back to uh, South Korea again. 
Uh, and very importantly, I would like to go back to Portugal. So I really want to visit Portugal again. Yeah, and of course the US. So I'm not sure where, but maybe you can give me some ideas. Florida. Because that's where I am. Florida. All right, then. I love Florida. (laughs) So we've talked a lot about your time. So I would love to hear, as somebody who is obsessed with productivity and, like, routines, what does a day in the life of Gabby look like? So I get at 8 o'clock. I do my prayer medication, meditation, meditation for 30 minutes. And then I slowly wake up <laughs> and my coffee and my breakfast. I take forever to get up. I take at least an hour to get up, you know. And then I spend some time, half an hour on LinkedIn. Okay. And I think it's important you set a limit. Otherwise, half an hour will become an hour and two hours. So oh, I yeah. Set an I alarm. I was set an alarm. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that app on my phone just so that it doesn't, so I don't get tempted. Happen. Yeah, so a timer, 30 minutes, and I'm done and I move on to the next task. So I start thinking about what I need to do uh, on Instagram. Okay, okay, I think about what, what is the stories I want to share? What kind of stories can I share to impact on my clients? And who are the people I need to follow up with? And then I have a two-hour lunch break. So I, the, I go and meet people. It could be in the form of um, networking events or lunch dates. I agree, I love lunch dates because the middle of the day. And then I go to the gym. Right, so it's like one and a half hours, and then I get back to work and I write emails. I do a full out, I reach out to people on LinkedIn or Instagram, and then in the evening I go for one hour walk, and I have dinner with my family, and then last thirty minutes. Oh now it's becoming one hour. <laughs> Instagram, gosh, I love Instagram so much. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the structure of my day. It changes sometimes, but this is the uh, structure that's that I like set. That yeah. Okay, so somebody, if you were to give like. A piece of advice to somebody who was wanting to transform their personal brand and really invest into that. What would that piece of advice be? Like your top one or three pieces of advice? I'll give three pieces. The first one is know what you're extremely good at. And one question you can ask yourself to answer that would be, what are the skills I get praised most often for by my bosses and my colleagues? Right. And then number two question is... um. If I had all the money in the world, what would I be doing? Right? I think the last question would be, what kind of impact and purpose would I want to live? Would I want to live as a legacy? Okay, that's, that's a very big question. <laughs> that would probably take months to unpack. Yeah, but these are the top three questions that anybody should think about if they want to reinvent themselves. I think that when I think about that, for me, when it comes to like, if I had all the money in the world, I'd absolutely be spending all of my time in salt water. <laughs> like, give me a boat, give me the ocean, and let me just live my life with the mermaids. Sounds like a plan, then, Samantha. I love it. And, um, okay, so we'll wrap it up with this last question. Since it was a mm. deep one and you said that it was going to take a while, I'd love to hear what is your vision for leaving legacy behind? It's the legacy that I would like to leave behind for myself before people to say this at my funeral eulogy that um, if Gabby didn't give me the confidence, I would not have achieved this. You know, it's thanks to Gabby that I have decided to quit my job. Thanks to her that I left this toxic relationship. It's thanks to her that now I can help even more people and pay for it. And on the faith side, um, because I'm a Christian entrepreneur, I like to think that I made impact and give as much money as possible to the missionaries that are working hard right now in the Middle East. 
Yeah, so that's a very personal personal uh, mission I set aside for myself. I love that, and thank you for mentioning your faith. I do like to have when people are faith based. I like to know. I love that, and <laughs> I think that that is a beautiful legacy to leave, and something Hopefully that people will remember. Hopefully, it happens. <laughs> and you're impacting thirty people every six months. I think that's definitely you're going to have a full funeral. No, before we should have a party. This number morning, it's going to be a party. Love that. So, where can everybody find you on the internet right now? Yes. Yeah, so, find me on Instagram at branding with Gabby, and reach out to me. I have free resources um on brand mastery for anyone who reaches out to me. You can just DM brand to me and i'll happily send it over beautiful thank you so much again for your time today gabby i hope you get a wonderful night's sleep and enjoy sleeping in it was a pleasure talking to you <laughs>